0: Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from
1: Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. Coming up today, we're going to be talking about um, uh, some trouble at the Mormon church. Trouble? We weren't going to,
0: but it was. This is breaking news, people. We had something else planned. But breaking news happened. Yeah. And when news happens... We every now and then turn first to TGIA, jump on it, <laughs> and run with it. Yeah, not really.
1: No. Sometimes, yeah. though. Every once in a while, we happen if to be recording the day after a thing happened. Something yeah. happened that interests us. Right. So, so yeah, we're going to be talking about um, some excommunication nonsense, some, some, some trouble at, at, at the corporate church. Yeah.
0: So, bunch of trouble.
1: All right. Well, Dan, what have you got? Um, I, I, I,
0: you've heard of the the country of Turkey, I believe. Oh yeah, I believe you've heard yeah. of that country.
1: Uh, Lo- lovely place.
0: An Islamic country. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and so uh, lots of Muslims there. Apparently, there's an imam, um, a Muslim prayer leader. I don't know if that's the same thing as an imam. They're calling him an imam. Hmm. Okay. Um, S- sounds about right. Uh, his name is Ahmet Musin. Tuzer, uh, and he uh, he recently got in trouble, uh, but there has been a decision made by the Tur- by Turkey's religious authorities, getting him out of hot water. He is oh. now free oh. to rock and roll. <laughs> okay. He uh, yeah he started he started a band. Whoa! And uh, they released their first single from jail. Melvaya Gel which oh. I, which means come to god. Oh. Uh it got it got it got some hits and he got in trouble. <sighs> no imam's ever wanted to rock.
1: Oh, no. In
0: Turkey before. Okay. So they didn't know what to do with him. Yeah, so they convened a a tribunal. Oh to, no. To uh to see if he could if he could rock. And let me tell you something.
1: He, he can. can. He can rock. Wow. God God they, has allowed. It's nice when a tribunal says declares (laughs) that you you that you rock that you rock yeah well i don't know that they made a a a qualitative
0: comment on (laughs) on his rocking uh but they did they they did give him permission to continue to rock okay you can't stop the rock and roll (laughs) he's 43 years old great Uh, age for a rock star great age yeah Mm -hmm. um Clean shaven, interestingly. Not so great for, for rock stars. Uh or for imams, really, in Turkey. Oh. You tend to think of those guys as beardy. Well
1: see, that's how he's stepping out. Yeah. That's how he's like that's separating. I'm saying. So that, he that, that he is a he is a rebel. If everybody has a beard, not having a beard becomes the the re- a, the a, rebellion. rebellion. Yeah. In yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. pictures that I've that that I've got here, he
0: looks vaguely like Polly Shore. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> It's not pertinent, but I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, so you know, there you go. Excellent. God dude. gave rock and roll to you. Oh, that's so nice. Huh. Peace be peace be upon him.
1: All right. Something. Well, um, I'm going to stick around in that part of the of the world, actually. Okay. Um, I mean, not entirely, exactly right there, but 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 um, but something that could happen there. Okay. Okay. Um so, you know, Pope Pope Francis uh he he have he heard of him. He did that little tour of like the Middle East and whatnot. Sure. Um and uh and I'm not sure if this happened as part of it. I'm pretty sure it did. Um he, he met Yeah, of course it did. He met with Patriarch Bartholomew I, who mm. is the uh uh he's the leader of the Eastern Orthodox Church. Right. Right. Um, and, uh, he, uh, so they, they had this little, this little meeting and afterward they announced that they are planning a gathering in, uh, in Nicaea. Oh. Um, in 2025. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so in... I, there
0: have been famous gatherings in that area before. Oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> of,
1: of religious leaders. Absolutely. Uh, in fact, in uh, 325 of the common era, right? Um, there was the original Council of Nicaea, yeah. uh, which is in modern day Iznik, Turkey. Oh, really? Yeah, I did not know that. I didn't know it was Turkey either. I guess I until I, I, I guess I n- it
0: had never occurred to me to ask where Nicaea was. Yeah, it sounds vaguely like. It's Latin-y, so I would have it's, put it in
1: maybe, maybe in uh, Italy or something. Um, uh, I never would have thought Italy. I would have thought somewhere over there. Yeah. I knew it was somewhere over eastern mm. something or other. But anyways, um, th- this is where the Nicene Creed comes from, right? And this is the and Nicene it's also Creed- what
0: what gave us our current version of the Bible. Right, the, the first Nicene right. Conference is is sort of where they decided which which biblical. I mean, there were tons of books. Right, they consolidated them all, decided which ones were canonical and which ones they just didn't like, and they threw
1: them away and all that stuff. Right, and uh, the the not that that wasn't important, but the the sort of the critically important thing um, was this is also where the um, the idea of the Trinity was was first settled upon. Yeah, um, because oh right. there, there was disagreement over the nature of God, right up to up to that point within Christianity, uh-huh. and you know there still is disagreement as to the nature of God. Indeed. But um, this is uh, the 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 bulk of, of the the guys who showed up um, felt that Jesus was God, yes, which is what leads to the idea of the the Trinity. Whereas uh, Being, there was a, there were some people there who. Actually, uh, Arian, um, or Arius, I'm sorry, um, he, uh, he felt that, and his followers, felt that they were, uh, that God and, and Jesus are of separate, separate cloth. Right.
0: Um, so the compromise is that it's both. They are both separate and the same. Which is the well, Trinitarian concept.
1: Yes, but that's the Trinitarian concept. What yeah. what Arian, Arius was saying was 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 different than that. Right. Um, I'm just saying that they there there actually wasn't a compromise with with Arius. Well, there was a compromise somewhere because <laughs> and what I they came the, up with doesn't make
0: any sense. I'm right. Just, what's but, your favorite Trinity metaphor? Oh, I I don't. You know, they say it's like the clover, mm-hmm. where it's like the three parts that are mm-hmm. all part of the same whole. But I prefer. It's the three, the different states of matter. Mm -hmm. You've got God in gaseous form, Mm. God in liquid form, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and
1: God in solid form. Right. But I think Jesus is the liquid. But people hated Arius's ideas so much that Santa Claus punched him in the face. (laughs) What? St. Nicholas? Yeah. Nicholas, Bishop of Myra, punched out Arius rather than listen to his arguments. Oh, I, I derailed you. I you, was trying to get to something, on, and you were oh, just—you kept having your little thing that you wanted oh, to talk Santa about. Santa Claus, Santa
0: Claus. I get. It. I I would take a punch from Santa. <laughs> I'd I'd feel that I deserved it. I'm sure if <laughs> Santa wanted to punch me, that's great. So, uh, so so why are they going to Nicaea now? Are they um, going to change the Bible and the Trinitarian con concept and all of
1: those things? No, they're 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 getting together, um, to to have to have an ecumenical gathering they want to gather all of christianity at nicaea yeah
0: i don't think that's going
1: to work are the mormons well, the, invited the, well the protestants clearly aren't going to go but Why i bet not? you could get all the 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 original sort of what what's the right word schism schismatic groups <laughs> you get you get everybody the eastern on orthodox and the you know all the orthodox and all the the roman Right, groups together. Sure. The Byzantine church with the the Copts might come. Yeah, exactly. Sort of those original sort of very the funny hat the funny, the, hat, they, the, they, the funny they, hat Christians post you know, reformation or Protestant movement. I'm going to call it the All funny the,
0: the funny throughout. hat Christians.
1: That's the stuff,
0: yeah. Versus the non-funny hat Christians. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what the Protestant movement really is lacking. Is hats. Hats. Yeah. They need some Although you know Church of England, you get the Archbishop of
1: Canterbury, and he's got some fun hats. Yeah, but he's the only guy. There, there are those that like hats, <laughs> but but primarily that's it's a safe bet mm. that if they don't have a fancy hat, <laughs> or, uh, sorry, if they do have a fancy hat, they are on that side of they're the on thing. That side of the thing. Yeah. So maybe all maybe it's really just the maybe Church of England show. Yeah, maybe they have fancy hats. They'll feel they right at home. They'll
0: probably send an inv- an invitation. Hey, <laughs> uh, Archbishop Welby, yeah, you, you have the hat. You might as well come. Show up. Just show up. Just see what happens. Yeah, you've even got that little that crook that shepherd's crook. Mm. You you show right up. You've got all the fun accoutrement. There you go. Uh, in Baltimore, there was a a convening of the uh, the Southern Baptists um
1: in baltimore mm-hmm. mm.
0: uh this is this is the this is they they have their 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 meeting where they all decide what they believe for this next few years sort of thing <laughs> uh and then they get together again and then they decide it.
1: Uh, like like they like, don't make any big decisions at this thing Yes, they do they do
0: sure, this is the kind of thing where like where like they they all like pass resolutions about you know well, in this case there was uh they passed a resolution about transgendered people
1: what
0: uh you will be shocked shocked uh oh by this which is <laughs> like, which the, that which their resolution, which was overwhelmingly passed on Tuesday. Um, basically said, we don't like them.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, that's oh. not true. That's not true. What they said was uh, they affirm God's good design that gender identity is determined by biological sex and not by one's self-perception.
1: Huh. Which is... God has which... done such a good job with these bodies that... Nothing ever goes wrong. Nothing goes wrong with Nothing bodies. Nothing ever goes wrong.
0: Well, I mean, even in that wording, there's the problem of biological sex because there are intersexed people. Oh, yeah. There are, There are. you know, there are chromosomally oh, yeah. uh, intersexed people. biological.
1: that is biological.
0: That's as bi- you know, if you're an XXY or an XYY or any number of weird, you know, sort mm-hmm. of outlier combinations. I don't want to say weird because it's actually very normal.
1: Right. Uh, but you did say weird. I
0: started to you say weird. These people I said, weird. I said weird, and then I cut myself off and said <laughs> outlier, which is probably just as bad. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh huh. Anyway, unusual combinations. Unusual. You are going to go with yeah. I mean, you know, we're talking about less than one percent of the population, I believe. Mm. But it occurs. <laughs> you are very. You are being very judgmental, Dan. <laughs> I I believe that I am not. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're uh, but anyway, so so yeah, even just in the concept of like. If you're saying that gender identity is determined by biological sex, then what do you say to when your child shows up hermaphroditic?
1: You know, well, something do they, something unbiological happened here. Do they? Have this to, is against
0: nature. Do they have to choose one or the other in the gender binary? Can they say
1: I'm a both? I I think uh, according to the Baptists, yes, you must choose. You gotta choose. You must choose. You gotta choose. Well, what's great there is God gave you a choice. Mm-hmm. That's right. He, yeah. he gave you a. a you know, he, he didn't know. He didn't. know He's leaving it up to you. Yeah, he's like, he, he's like, this one, this one could go either way. Yeah,
0: I'm gonna, I'm, I'll it's up to you. I'm gonna give you a penis. Gonna give you a vagina.
1: Search yourself out. Go for it. Have fun with that. Have, have a good time. <laughs> um, which, yeah. Anyway, so which, unfortunately, most parents are like, chop it off. Yeah yeah I actually heard about a doctor
0: who who did that kind of surgery and said it was and said that his decision making process largely uh boiled down to it's easier to make a hole than a pole
1: mm. yeah
0: <sighs> yeah anyway <laughs> uh the, the, i i think from what from what I'm hearing but he's got a pole yeah i know but some but frequently they're very 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 small. And so it's a pole is a pole. No, that attacks the, the father's manliness to, to, have have a, a, to have a son or a possible son who has a very tiny penis.
1: Um, It's a daughter who's like, she's got a penis. She's got a huge clit. <laughs> I suppose. I don't know. suppose you could go that direction right. with it. Well, no, the, I mean, the truth is that. Uh, a, Where are the balls in this whole thing? They're balls. But but where are the balls? That's what I'm asking. I'm not between. I don't know. I I, I don't know.
0: I'm, just, I'm certainly I, no legitimate. expert. I took I took a a a, a gender studies class in college. a okay. hundred years ago, uh, and from what I recall, there was a there there was some talk of I don't, of I don't where remember the balls. Were. I don't remember the balls as we didn't really discuss the balls,
1: but huh. we did discuss. Nobody you know, ever discusses the balls in this conversation, no. which is why I wanted to bring it up. Right. The, uh... It's an important
0: question. They're just God's punching bag at this point. Yeah. So anyway,
1: everybody says, you know, the penis it ends up being small. Well, what about the balls?
0: Well, and the other... The, the, even the penis argument is not right, because there's no, there's no data that show that uh, penis size as an infant has anything to do with penis size as an adult. Is that for real? Yeah. Huh. So you know you could have your your kid could be hung like a moose but then when he gets older it's just like he grows into it yeah just oh 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 hey wait i was supposed to have a big one what's happening anyway um should
1: there have been a warning at the beginning of this episode? <laughs> hey There's every every some.
0: episode has that little e we got that we got the little explicit thing happening you guys all know <laughs> we're we're not responsible for what comes out of our faces. We don't know. Anyway, uh it, none of this means anything of course to the uh to the Southern Baptists who just they they did uh condemn the bullying and meanness to transgender people. Oh, but uh in the end they basically reaffirmed that it's not okay. Huh.
1: Well, all right, Baptists. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Once again, kind of getting things wrong. It's shocking. Every how do the Baptists consistently do that?
0: They they are they like the wrong side of
1: history. <laughs> it's the side that they're comfortable on. Uh, well, all right. I'm going to keep the discussion of baby penises going. Oh, good. That's what I was hoping for. <laughs>
0: I was like, of all of the things that we've just talked about, that's the one that I want to hang on to. So good. Let's keep going. Uh, there is a uh, gas station in Cleveland. Sure. Um, that's the, Boy, when you start, when you launch with baby penises <laughs> and it I takes you straight to a gas station. To a
1: gas station in Cleveland. <laughs> Sounds great. Uh, you, there's going to be some problems. Well, you know, uh, there are those out there who, who enjoy a, a good mural. Right? yeah Paint, you, you got a blank wall <laughs> sure and you need to do something with it and you want to make a statement you get well some art. the uh owners of the uh of of a, of a biggies okay in uh in cleveland um i had never heard of biggies before but apparently it must be a thing the sign looks professional sure um and uh, so there's this gas station and uh they've uh they've painted a mural uh, th- that, uh, it's, uh, that depicts a, uh, 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 a, a, a moil, I guess. Okay. Uh, the, the guy who does the circumcision. Right. And, uh, and a traditional a Jewish uh, circumcisionist. Uh huh. Of, of, of newborn. Yes. Newborn babies, boys. Um, and it's, uh, and it, uh, uh, it says Talmudic priests in church, sex with minors permitted what it says whoa has has the moil holding a baby up to its his face oh my god okay and and sucking his penis sucking his penis looking very much like he's enjoying it and there's a very surprised oh my god expression (gasps) of the face.
0: okay so frank just showed me the image oh my god it's like it's like one of those like 1940s or 1930s like political cartoons (laughs) where you've got the the very stereotypical Jewish it's uh-huh. so bad it's oh my really, really, god really,
1: really 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 bad oh my god and just the i mean the whole thing right the right. baby the guys well, what's amazing to me between his legs is that like
0: i also am opposed to grown men sucking on baby penises <laughs> really you're opposed to that i am Dan is I'm coming out is, is of it, really? the, on the controversial side of <laughs> mm-hmm. not supporting <laughs> grown men sucking the penises of of infants. However, I will say this, I don't believe that what moils do is sexual in any in no, I don't any think way. So either. No. Uh I just think it's disgusting uh, and dangerous for the
1: child. It's very dangerous for the child. Uh, and and uh, so, there've been a number of cases of uh, But I don't
0: support the, circumcision the, the, at all baby in any way
1: disease from right. moil. Yeah, herpes yeah and that was something else that, that you got too oh right? sure yeah you can get any number of where things the, where they yeah if your moil you where the baby died because herpes isn't going to kill the kid i don't know
0: i don't oh, okay. i'm not Anyways. i'm not a doctor yeah okay
1: but but yeah it's not good for it's
0: not it's not it's there's nothing that's okay about that practice i'm not even i'm not okay with the circumcision in the first place right but i'm not i'm certainly not okay with like sucking the blood and making Hey, it right. just it's just gross. It's really gross. But that but that mural, boy, I'll bet the I'll bet the surrounding community is really proud of it.
1: Well, um see how the,
0: I segued uh, for you.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um the uh George Washington Carver Elementary School, which is right across the street. Holy shit. Um <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um Uh, yeah they're they're not too happy about it uh the mayor of cleveland frank jackson denounced the mural in a statement saying there is no place in cleveland for this inappropriate image and i'm urging the owners of this establishment to remove it immediately um if the owners refuse to paint over the mural uh cleveland uh city government is planning to explore all legal avenues Mm. um and uh because you know it isn't just offensive to Jews
0: no this thing no um, that's pretty th- this much one is,
1: this one's pretty bad
0: the what yeah what you and I'm no prude when it comes to how people raise their kids but I don't think there's a parent out there that would be excited about their kids seeing that image uh when they're on the playground at recess
1: well here's the deal this is really on the Jews it's if they their fault. if they will just stop doing it, I bet the owner of this gas station, one Mister A Bayad, uh, would be willing to uh, to take it down. To take it down. I bet he wouldn't. Even if they, <laughs> even if the entire world, ju- world Judaism, the whole thing said, we're no longer doing this. This is this is bad. I, I, not that any, not that that could happen. But no, it
0: wouldn't happen. But I also think I don't. I. I'd give him maybe a 50-50 shot that he'd take it down. He, he's obviously just trying to smear the Jews. And when you try to smear the Jews, yeah. the first, what you do is you stay, you know, if, if we've learned anything from Fox yeah. News, it's that when you're smearing someone, truth is so much less important than an effective message.
1: Yeah. Well, he also, um, uh, he, he doesn't like Christians either. There's another mural. Oh, no. What's the other mural? (laughs) Nothing as bad as this one. Uh, It just says the faces of Jesus. Uh, And uh, I really couldn't. The the article is not really showing that one. You can kind of see it off to the side. Uh There are three faces of Jesus that are painted. Um, The article uh, skips the Jesus bit. Well, it is on the Jewish Daily Forward. Oh, okay. So they're not too concerned about that part. Uh, The faces of Jesus. The first line of the graphic reads, To Jews he's a bastard who's in hell um and uh it, it says that something below one of the pictures of Jesus it says palestinian born um so it's he's he, he doesn't like jews and he doesn't like christians and he doesn't want either of them coming to his biggies
0: yeah D- boy skip that biggies <laughs> You got to go to the Biggie's on 4th, because the Biggie's over there on uh, on George Washington Carver Street. That one's not going to, you're not going to like that, Biggie's. Peanut Butter Drive. But they do have the best uh, fried chicken yeah. of all of the Biggie's in that one. I'm just kidding. Gas station fried chicken can be amazing. <laughs> I'm saying. This is what I'm so, saying. In the South, especially. Yeah, if, yeah. Cleveland doesn't really count as the South. Is it
1: Cleveland? It is Cleveland. It's near the It's south I adjacent. I would suspect that they. You can probably get some good fried chicken in Cleveland. I bet you can.
0: Anyway, uh, that's that's what a what a what a fun way to express yourself through art. Um, hey, I'm going to take us. Do not censor art. No, 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 no. It, <laughs> in a museum, I would. I. I don't know. Never mind. Um, uh. I want you to imagine a Sikh man, okay. A Sikh, res yeah. Uh, a a person fo- a follower of the Sikh faith. Mm-hmm. Um, did what? What do you know about about what he's
1: wearing? Well, I know uh, um, he would be wearing a turban. Hmm. Um, he would be. He would have a ceremonial sword. Hmm. Um. He. I'm gonna stop you right there. Okay.
0: We'll just we'll just hang out on that sword for just a moment. Okay. Because I've been, this story broke right after we recorded our last thing, and I've been wanting, I've been g- giddy wanting to tell this story since. Oh, okay. Uh, the Golden Temple in India, in Punjab.
1: Isn't is that like the, the big... S- the biggest, yeah. Right. It's like
0: one of the big sites that you see when you go to India. I, we didn't go, I didn't go to Punjab, but so I didn't see it. It's but, the
1: center of the Sikh religion, right? Right, right. It's their big place. Uh, there was a bit of a, a
0: bit of a do, um, the, uh... Back in 1984, uh, there was a a, a military um, army raid ordered by then pre- Prime Minister Indira Gandhi that attempted to drive out Sikh, Sikh separatists in the town oh, Anyway, okay. uh, so okay. it is now it is now their uh, what does that make it their 30? No, their 20 year anniversary. Wait, <laughs> doing math. What year? 84. So 84. Yeah, it would be their uh, 30th anniversary. Uh-huh uh this year and so it they uh they were trying to figure out who who would talk um at the anniversary of this of this horrible uh event in their history uh-huh um it broke into a sword fight <laughs> with
1: their little swords no they have big swords why did I thought it was just a little tiny ceremonial thing here you have to have a sword <gasps> oh shut up they actually have
0: Full-on swords? They have swords, and they it broke into a full-on, like, hundreds of people involved sword fight. Is there video? There's video. We will post it on, oh, on the YouTube, or on the, on the Facebook uh, page. Yeah. There will be a link, but oh my god, sword fight. <laughs> now, I, I, <laughs> I will say this. Um, I'm trained in stage combat. Uh-huh, uh I know yeah. I know now I know the opposite of sword fighting which is how to look very very aggressive without hurting your opponent. Right. Um stage fighting is the opposite of real fighting. Right. Uh where you your primary objective is to safeguard your your uh right co-fighter.
1: Uh, I would I would think that a real sword fight a, f- a sword brawl would actually be a pretty ugly thing. They carry swords, that doesn't mean they were trained exactly. in sword fighting. Exactly. Yeah. I, they do not know
0: what the fuck they're doing with these swords. that's what I'm getting to. Uh-oh. They're just like hacking at each other. One guy I think I saw him hacking away and then he loses his sword and Nestor, like run around like he's Danny Kay on the in the so, court jester
1: <laughs> so like how what's what's the casualty
0: list here like uh, it didn't look like anyone actually got killed yeah, I, but like maimed surely. maybe uh, I you know what that wasn't reported. Where I, where I looked on a couple of uh, stories and never saw any actual report report of of uh, who, how many... Uh, up to 12 people were injured. There we go. So nobody died? No, no, no. They were just like waving swords at each other. <laughs> and like whacking each other. Sort of not stabby-stabby, but more like hitty-hitty. With,
1: with not the even swords. the blade,
0: probably just like the side of the... Yeah. Just smacking each other across yeah, the I, head. I doubt that they're sharp. I doubt that that they've sharpened these swords to weapon grade swordness.
1: Yeah, that's probably true. But still, <laughs> swinging a, even a dull sword around, it seems like
0: oh, you could kill somebody with a sword. It doesn't. I mean, it it could be pretty dull, and you could still if you stab someone. Jabby, yeah, jabby's the problem. You need here. to get stabby, and they're not stabby. They were just <laughs>
1: flying. Ah! Oh, it's so delightful. So maybe a few slices. Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: some, f- some flayed flesh. I, I. Yeah, you're gonna have some bruising. And Bruising. A, and a little terrible. bit of, and, and, and some minor contusions. I was in a sword fight and got this terrible
1: bruise. <laughs> <It's>, look. Look <laughs> at it. It's purple and green. There were 200 people fighting with swords. And I was, I was the, I I got the really bad. The worst of the, the bruises. The worst of the bruises. Yeah. Look at this bruise. It's I, just horrible. Ambrose, uh, a, a bad bruise can, can, can. Oh, Do some yeah. serious damage. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying that it could kill you if it's in the right place. That's true. But um, so I'm not making light of bruises, but I am making light of bruises. Yeah, I've been
0: I've been <laughs> stabbed by by dulled swords and oh, un, my. unskillful opponents on oh, stage. No. And it doesn't feel good. Oh my! I I was
1: made to bleed. Oh my! Only
0: tiny bit though. Oh. no big deal.
1: But it made the scene more believable. I bet.
0: No, because then, because then, both of us have to have this moment of like, "Are you okay?" Yes, I'm okay. Okay, we can go on with the play. It actually, like, the worst thing for believability that can happen is something to actually go wrong. To so, so, if someone actually gets injured, it's the least believable thing on the stage. Huh? That I actually, you you hear stories every now and then of like. Someone's starter pistol actually, or, or like someone's blanks getting shot from, you know, some, oh, yeah. some projectile actually embedding itself in an actor. Mm-hmm. And then you, you hear a, a reviewer say, it was the worst death I've ever seen or whatever. And they were actually shot. <laughs> I mean, that kind of thing happens all the time. Anyway. It actually died on stage. Anyway, real sword fight. Horrible death. Huge melee. Horrible. There was a real sword fight in the world somewhere. It makes me so happy. You guys got to go onto our Facebook page and look at this thing. Yeah, it's amazing. All
1: right. Um. Well, I've uh, I've got another story. This one is in Oklahoma. Oh. Um. And uh, this is uh, from a. Uh, the, so there's this guy running for, um, for Congress. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Uh, Scott Esk. Um, he's a a, a Tea Partier. Um, and uh the Tea Party is, is, is well emboldened uh right now after the <sighs> defeat of Eric Cantor. Yeah. <laughs> um so anyways, uh last he, right now he's a candidate for um, office. Right. Uh well last uh summer he uh, on Facebook he uh he got into a little heated discussion about where he advocated uh uh, uh the stoning of homosexuals. To death, <laughs> um, And uh, he said something along the lines of, well, actually, here's the quote. I think we would be totally in the right to do it. <laughs> um, and he then he goes on to say, he says, that goes against some parts of lib- libertarianism, I realize. And <laughs> I'm largely libertarian, but ignoring as a nation things that are worthy of death is very remiss. He's right that that does go against some parts of libertarianism. <laughs> specifically the
0: libertarian parts. <laughs> of libertarianism. Of, of libertarianism. Uh, I, you know, it's so funny. The, so the guy that beat Eric Cantor uh, mm-hmm. last night or whatever, in, in, or Tuesday, I don't know when. Yeah, it was Tuesday. Um, yes. In the primaries in Virginia? Yes. Uh, uh-huh. Was, the he... He is apparently a, he. What's funny? I was reading about him just because I was curious, and he cons- he calls himself he's Catholic uh, by practice, but he calls himself a Calvinist uh, mm. in 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 theory, if not in practice, because he
2: really? has because
0: okay. he has this idea, and he's a Tea Party guy too, and he has this idea that, that you know that there's this Calvinistic idea that the, no part of your life can be without religion. No part of any of the world is religion-free. Wow. Well, he certainly ran his party that way, or, or his uh, campaign his, that way. Indeed. So, I mean, I think that that's what we're looking at when we look at most of these tea partiers, is just this sort of, this sense
1: that God's supposed to be in all yeah. of the things. Yeah. Anyways, uh, this guy, he's not running for Congress, I'm sorry. Uh, he's running for the state's House of Representatives. Oh, okay. Um, And uh, the the is is coming up real soon. Sure. June 24th. And, uh, yeah, so he was, he was contacted by a, a journalist who writes for the, uh, Moore Daily. Moore's a, a town in Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, he, uh, went, went, sort of asked and pressed on the issue. He didn't back down. Oh, good. Um, I, am very he, pleased. With he said, that. uh, that was done in the old Testament under a law that came directly from God. And in that time, uh, it was totally just. It came directly from God. Uh, I have no plans to reinstitute that in Oklahoma <laughs> law, which I, I like. That it's nice to, of him. To, well, I like to reinstitute it into law, right? As as though it was part of Oklahoma law, like exactly, back in the '60s. Um, but I do have some very huge moral misgivings about those kinds of sins. No kidding, no kidding. Yeah. You have mis- misgivings. Yeah. You want gay people to die? Yeah, that's uh, that's quite a misgiving yeah That's,
0: I wouldn't even consider that a misgiving. I would consider that uh you that you are
1: clear on your position. <laughs> you have f- <laughs> sorted your idea out uh he said that uh these sort of things should be decided uh uh you know laws punishing gays should be instituted locally so people can decide for themselves whether they want to live in a particular community based in part on how things like this are dealt with mm mm. But they've got such nice parks. <laughs> and the schools are so good. Yeah. But there's that whole stoning.
0: It's tough. There's it's tough. Again. You know, there's stoning. pros and cons. It's like, ee. you know, if you live there, Frank, as a gay man, it's like there's a lot of pros. There's a lot of pros. for the, they've, got, the, they've got that one bakery that's so good. Oh. So good. So good. And they've got that. And, and that, that new pizza place is great. So Ugh. you know the no, schools know. are good and everything. Schools are good. Uh,
1: they, they keep their roads up. It's very clean. They do want
0: to kill you. They do. They do want to kill you. And I, I'm putting that but, solidly in the cons uh, column. Yeah,
1: but there's so many pros.
0: I know it's a, it's a tough one. You're just gonna have to sort that out for yourself. Every gay person will have to figure that out for his or herself. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh. Well. If you want to add some pros or cons to our conversation, you can do so. Uh, you can write in to us our, our, e- our email address. Oh, wait. I'm going to pause.
1: I was taking us out of this segment, but Frank wants to take us back in. One last thing about Esk. Um, on his website, uh, apparently he was married for 15 years until, quote, frivolous divorce raised its ugly head in the Esk home. his own divorce is frivolous (laughs) well he was perfectly fine with it apparently his wife is with you mean with his marriage yes
0: yeah his wife was frivolously wanting to go off and just get a divorce just because he's a total (laughs) a-hole And she wanted to stop being married to him. Not a good enough reason, wifey. Uh, not a good enough reason. The problem is, this is a picture of him. Um, oh yeah. He's,
1: there's, there's, I think he's got a little gay face.
0: Yeah. Oh, he's kind of a gingy. He's, he's a, not, he's a, he's got that ginger thing yeah. going on. Anyways, all right. Let's move. On. Let's let's get back to the other thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So to write to us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you
1: could uh, leave us a voicemail, 424-666-8442.
0: Yeah, love it when you do that. Or go to the Facebook page to see Sikh people fighting, which, by the way, I'm going to show you a picture of Sikh people fighting just so that you have an image in your mind.
1: Uh, Oh, he he looks downright just angry. They're mad. They're mad. He's like,
0: ah, I I like him. I'm just going to. This guy right here has lost his sword somehow and is just Just like, "Ah!" like, Holding on to a brass railing. (laughs) He's like, no, no, no. (laughs) I don't know. I don't have my sword. <laughs> and they're nice. They're color coded. There's the, uh, the blue guys versus the yellow guys, I think. that I don't, what happened? I don't know. Uh. I don't know. Anyway, uh, definitely check that out um, on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGI atheist.
1: Okay, we're going to take a quick break. Um, and uh, the audio here is uh, going to be from a uh, high school principal speaking yes. at a uh, high school graduation. A good man. Hmm.
2: We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. This passage has come to represent a moral standard to which the United States should always strive. And even though God is reflected in the very fabric of our nation, We are told that it is inappropriate and even illegal to mention God at high school graduations, let alone say a prayer. So while it would not be politically correct for us to have an official prayer this evening, I would like for us to have a moment of silence in honor of tonight's graduates. Thank you. And just in case you're interested, During my moment of silence, I gave thanks to God for these great students, their parents, their teachers, and for this community.
1: around it he's a clever clever man he got around he said
0: he said we're all gonna have a moment of silence and then he's like and here's what my prayer sounded like
1: clever
0: so clever he Smart. didn't have a prayer it was
1: the prayer it was the non-prayer prayer yeah <laughs> fancy wow that and guy he, i really like people who uh they they, they confuse their roles <laughs> the roles that they have yes um you know he's he's supposed to be the principal to all the students oh, in no, that no, high no. school no 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 just,
0: just he's he is the principal to all the students, which is why he needs to make sure that they all know that <laughs> Christianity is the only important religion the uh, only the only true religion yeah there are other there are yeah. other important religions but only okay well there you go um i we had some folks write into us some correspondence over the week let's Um, hear it we got uh michael wrote in and said i would like to ask the two of you for advice given your history with the lds church and dealing with family members that are still in the faith i've been out of the church for about a year and a half my family's known about this for a year on the whole they're fine with it and we get along with each other, though my mom doesn't want me to call myself an atheist, since she believes I would be resigned to a life without meaning. Still, my mom had me promise not to drink any alcohol. To get to the question, uh, how do I talk about the fact that I enjoy alcohol, that I enjoy alcohol beverages? Uh, I believe that telling them would be almost as difficult as coming out as atheist, as atheist to them, possibly more so. Mm. When my dad found out when my dad found out that I was drinking coffee, he treated the matter like you know, I was doing illegal drugs. My mom also <laughs> likes to tell the experience of from her tell experience from her childhood of people abusing alcohol. Uh, I was wondering if you have any tips on how I could have a civil discussion with them, without being call, without them calling me an alcoholic.
1: Yeah, that's a tough one. Actually,
0: uh, it's tricky. Um, I think I again I think my sort of line has become over the years uh these are these are these are long-term conversations that mm-hmm. we have with mm-hmm. our family um you can't just beat them over the head with something right because it takes a minute now uh our some of our listeners may not know the intensity with which mormons uh revile the uh the alcohol yeah um or the coffee thing yeah um <clears throat> it it really does kind of for a lot of mormons turn into this binary of uh on one side there's the things that are good and wholesome to put in your body and on the other side there's satan food <laughs> uh
1: so it it's tricky yeah. well and it, the the problem if if you grew up in a community that that doesn't just eschew alcohol but that hates it right um and uh and so you've never had any real you know uh, uh, interactions with people who who imbibe. Um, then you your your idea of what alcohol is is very skewed indeed. And so a lot of Mormons really think that you have one drink and you're drunk and you're an alcoholic, and you're an alcoholic, right. You have a problem. you have a serious problem you had you had some alcohol. You have more than one drink a week. My God, it, right, and the thing is, you know i <laughs> like, i this was my life crap. my i in my life growing up here
0: in Salt lake City, um you know, even my non-Mormon friends, it's not like I saw their their parents drinking right it wasn't i I just was not exposed to drinking right I had no model for responsible drinking, right which is why a lot of Mormon kids when they actually become come of age to drink and they go off to college and they're alone for the first time become crazy binge alcoholics yeah they can because they have no model for responsible drinking. absolutely um michael i think the the place to start in my mind would be there uh sit them down and say i want to talk about some things but i'm afraid i i always like to start with your fears i'm afraid that you'll judge me harshly uh i'm afraid that you won't listen to me I'm afraid that you'll, that you are already prejudiced against me uh, in what Mm. I'm about to say. Just whatever word that your way. Right. Don't use my words. But, but if if you say, if you enlist them as, as helpers in this conversation, Uh that, that can go a long way. And then, and then just say, look, I know that you don't see things like this, but I want to tell you about what the rest of the world does. Right. Which is, largely just responsible social drinking uh and it happens all over the world and jesus did it and, except the islamic world and and except the islamic world and joseph smith did it uh-huh and uh and you know these Br- are brigham young enjoyed his valley tan yeah very, all of these all of these people were responsible drinkers uh and 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 alcohol is is something that can be dangerous mhm uh so so you're right to be cautious and uh and I want to assure you that I drink in responsible ways and I don't drive and blah 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 blah. but I need you to know that who I am includes this mm. and uh and and I don't want to be uh, inauthentic when I'm with you, so I'm gonna be drunk. So I'm, I am job. getting wasted at the family reunion, and there's
1: nothing you can do to stop me. <laughs> See, I was lucky enough that my brother sort of already forged a lot of these mm. things yep. for me, so that I and so I, I knew from Matt, I knew, you know, his how 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 our parents had responded right in the past, and how was and that? So, um, well, uh, he told me that he was having he was enjoying a beer at one of our cousins uh wedding receptions. Uh-huh. And uh and obviously uh, a non a non-Mormon cousin, a non-Mormon yeah, reception. Yeah, we didn't have we, we you guys nothing were not but own. right, you guys were the only Mormons, right? Yeah. And uh and he 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 went and he sort of like was all apologetic um to mom about it and uh and she she was like you're an adult. Yeah and that was their same re- reaction with me. It sounds like it sounds so. like Michael's parents might not take that particular time. No, and, but that, and see that's that's the thing. I knew going into it exactly how they were going to respond, but so does Michael. Michael yeah. knows as well. Yeah, exactly. And Michael, <laughs> you just gonna go you also need to remind them that you are an adult. Yeah. That their
0: that their opinions are important to you because they're your your parents, but they are not the basis upon which you're going to make decisions anymore. Right. And thank them for raising you well to make smart decisions about your mm-hmm. drinking uh that that you are still going to continue to do yeah um and and for the love of god don't let your mom not tell you you're not allowed to call yourself an atheist no I'm, kidding i'm i mean that that one's more offensive to me than the drinking thing <laughs> sorry <laughs> anyway um, so you're gonna, what was it you're going to live a sad life yeah just nifty yeah, life how about have some talks with her about where meaning comes from and where meaning comes yeah. from for you Right and uh and and, I mean, what she's basically
1: asking you to do is not use a word as though that will take the problem away. But moms will grab onto whatever they can. <laughs> they will. It's. Chill. I mean, my mom asked me not to have my name removed. Right. Because she felt that that was like, if I if my name was just there on the rolls, maybe we could trick my way into the celestial right. kingdom. Right. Yeah. This, there might be a loophole somewhere. <laughs> if your name's still on there. Uh, his name's not on the list. Sorry, he can't come in. Right.
0: Exactly. Yeah, or or conversely, uh, he's been doing all that gay sex thing, but his name's on the list. On the list. I don't know how we can not let him in. He's on the list. He's, he's on the list. <laughs> Go up to the bouncer at Heaven. Yeah. Uh, I'm on the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey guys, says uh, Zach. Um, hey Zach. I uh, hope you're well. A few, a few months, a few weeks. Uh, slash months back you were talking about the surge of faith-based movies and and television shows that we're having i work in the entertainment industry out in los angeles and was for a short time an assistant to a producer one of the projects in development as i came to find out was a television show based on a series of faith-based books i was listening to in on a phone call with another producer about the project and happened to write down some of the choice quotes during their conversation uh so we're going to get some quotes here we go okay um, regarding motivation for wanting to do the show. Quote, I believe that I was saved by the grace of Jesus Christ who died on the cross for shit he didn't do. Forgive me, God, for saying shit. <laughs> uh, the spirit world is way more real than the world we live in now. That is the truth. The way it, that is the way of the world. It is either good or it is evil. It is that simple. Our show is about that. Uh, in, uh, just in pitching the show, quote, God's going to be in the room with the network executives. Oh my God. We'll see how that works out for you. (laughs) Yeah. God's going to be in the room, but he's going to be speaking Hebrew (laughs) in that room. Anyway, uh, uh, regarding a, a Christian music video on YouTube as a potential theme song quote, even if you're an atheist, the music makes you want to watch the show. Uh, and regarding non-Christian viewership, if you want, if you make it cool enough, it will cross over. Any religion would be like, "That's amazing," because I know how uh, many episodes
1: of "Touched by an Angel" I watched, or 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 the Father Downing Mysteries, right? Or <laughs> although um, that one wasn't really all that religious, it was just a priest solving mysteries, yeah. which um, I, which
0: I would probably watch. Actually, that. Well, but yeah, but if it's just about like. Look at how beautiful Jesus is. No way. That's dumb. You're not going to get me to cross over on that. No. I might watch it like as a drinking game sort of thing. Like If you make it bad enough, yeah. I will watch it. If yeah. you make it good enough, no, I'm not going to watch it. Anyway, right. thanks, Zach, for sending that in. Um, an anonymous Oki Mom has sent in something. Ah, oh, okay. Uh, Oaky, meaning from Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I, I realized that when I said it, it sounded a little bit like Oak Imam. And you're not an oak imam, an imam made of oak. Uh, Dear Frank and Dan, or Grank and Fran, I don't know what that was. Dear Frank and Dan, greetings from the ruby red state of Oklahoma. Uh, Almost as red as our state of Utah. I know. (laughs) I live in a tiny, quote, dot on the map that is only six square blocks, has no stoplight, but has three churches. I believe it. I recently discovered your podcast and have become a quick fan. Uh, I listen every morning on my daily walk. Oh, hooray. Um, And it's so refreshing to hear you guys say out loud all the things that I yell at the TV when I turn on the news. My husband and I are registered independents and atheists, and we are raising a 12-year-old son without religion. It has been pretty simple so far. He is a naturally uh, analytical thinking child and with a keen sense of smelling BS. When he was four, he figured out on his own that there was no such thing as Santa Claus and flying reindeer. Uh, boy, that caused an uproar in his pre-K class. <laughs> then the dominoes quickly began to fall, and there went there went the tooth fairy and the Easter Bunny. Oh,
1: that po- the, an entire town, <laughs> the generation of kids
0: ruined, ruined. <laughs> a few years later, he declared himself an atheist. Uh, we are supportive of his natural curiosity and uh, and about about the world around him, and encourage him to be a free thinker. But now he's in the middle he is in middle school and it is becoming apparent that he is a silent minority in one of in of one, a silent minority of one in his one room schoolhouse. Oh my. He is struggling a bit uh with how to be true to his beliefs without being becoming a target. Uh we always stress to him to be polite and not shame others for their beliefs, even if they are different from our own. Any tips, ideas, or advice on how to raise a non believing child in a small religion soaked community? <sighs> well, as both child psychologists and parents ourselves, uh, I think we are uniquely qualified. No. Uh...
1: Yeah, I, I, God, I have nothing for you. Well, as as a former Oklahoman,
0: yeah, that's why the only reason I even chose to read this email was because you you know might some you might know the lay of the, what lay of little, the land, what
1: these little towns are like. Yeah, they're weird. They're rough places. Yeah, I mean the little the little ones that I'm used to are or or familiar with. I mean, are way smaller than even like where my parents live. they are places like Holbert, mm. and uh, uh, what was the one that th- the tornado wiped out? Um, uh I can't remember. I think they all have ha- have been wiped out by a tornado at well, one point or, yeah, or another. Well, yeah, I know. But anyways, um like I think of like these these little tiny towns. Um I th- they are not places that really thrive on uh diversity no. or, or or difference. No, they they like they like living. in-group people. Yeah. Um and so, I mean, he he's already being honest and And open about it um then I think the only thing you can do is just to be um is is is, is to emphasize the importance of being really respectful mm-hmm. and um and if if nothing else to feign uh not interest but um uh the the fact that there's a conversation going on mm that the, 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 these kids, that they can actually have conversations if they want to. That's oh the only God. thing I can really think of. Does that mean he has to let himself be ministered to and witnessed to? I, I don't think it would be a bad idea for him to even like... Um, I mean, whoever his friends are, this that's the key kid. thing. That's how he gets through the whole thing. I know. But like, Ooh. if he's friends with the kids and they've got, you know, uh, Wednesday night church, right. then they... he. I mean, I don't. if he knows he doesn't believe and you feel comfortable and blah blah blah, why not let him participate in like with those kids? Yeah. I mean it's just sucks. gonna be su- it's so but, boring but, and but shitty to have to do it's boring it. and shitty, but a lot of the things don't have anything well, it's always preaching too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's know. he's gonna get sucked into some like hellhouse church run thing or something.
1: But why not participate with the things that like a hellhouse, which you can totally just fuck around and have a good time with. Here's, right. here's, here's my Or plan. the b- local Boy Scout troop. Oh, Boy Scouts. No. No Boy Scouts. No Boy Scouts. No Boy Scouts. Here's, um, here's my plan. You ready for my plan? What's your plan? Uh, my plan
0: is he wouldn't even be allowed in the Boy Scouts. He's an atheist. He can't go. Oh, he'd be better off as a gay kid. Yeah. These days. Here's the thing. Isn't that a twist? Right? <laughs> well, the atheist movement's behind. The gay movement started f- sooner. Yeah, that's true. Uh, here, Here's my idea. Baked goods. You give this kid just a shitload of cookies every day. Some <laughs> he's got. A, he goes to school every day with cookies, with cupcakes,
1: with what, with yeah. barbecue, with so whatever. You give him stuff the, to the, give away. The question here, uh, anonymous mom, <laughs> is uh, is how good of a cook are you? Right. How good of a baker are you? How good? Because of, that's yeah. what's going to get your kid through. Cook some shit, and he gives
0: it away every day. He goes to school. He becomes <laughs> known All the kids know that they can just go to him. For candy, for treats, there's always gonna be a treat coming out of yeah. this kid. Yeah. And then and then uh and then he does he can just say whatever he needs to say, and hopefully, uh they're just into the treats. The other thing is the is goodwill, the f- you're buying goodwill. Yeah. Find the, that way. Yeah. The the other thing is, is
1: he good at football? Ugh. If you train good- the kid up. <laughs> If Train the a, kid up. If he's a good football player, he's gonna be fine. If he's the yeah. It doesn't matter right. what he believes well, it might be. Believe. it might be too late on it that. It might one. be too late. But I'm just saying Can you can you those little towns, yeah. it's I mean, maybe it's probably not too late for basketball.
0: Teach him to play the Star Spangled Banner on an electric guitar. <laughs> Everyone
1: will love that.
0: Everyone will love that.
1: And, and and maybe uh, and maybe somehow have him thing open thing. carry a weapon or something. I mean, if he's grown up with these kids, that's also something that I notice about these little towns. If you all grow up together, that's all that really matters yeah. in a certain in a certain way. Like I, I mean, watched those kids, kids who all they all had been in, in in because I I didn't grow up in in the town where mm. I went to high school and uh, and so. Uh, you it, were the weirdo Mormon kid. I was the weirdo Mormon kid who was also an outsider. Right. And that was the main thing. Although I could have been an outsider if I had been Baptist. Oh really? Or Assembly of God. Yeah, I could have gone to their to their shit and right. fit right in.
0: Yeah. You know, here's the thing. Um the uh yeah, it's none of this is good all, advice. We all here's the thing. We none all none of this is no, good advice. No, none of this no. For the love of God, <laughs> don't take our advice. Jesus Christ. Uh, all I was going to say was that, I mean, I think most of us had to just sort of keep our heads down and r- just sort of get through middle school anyway. Mm. So, middle school. To some sure, extent, yeah. you got to just keep your head down and hope for the best. Yeah. Anyway, good luck. Uh, let us know how things turn out. We Actually, we would love to hear
1: how things turn out. Yeah.
0: Um, try the cookies. Anyway, uh, Johnny wrote in and said, hey, guys, I just want to share some of my thoughts about a couple of comments made during this episode. Uh, I don't know which episode that is uh, I'm a libertarian to the core, a patriot, and an atheist. Uh, I believe in liberty and justice for all, no matter what their color, creed, religion, or lack of uh, in in more rights for all, less restrictions for people. Um, it seems to me that there are some there may be some confusion or mislabeling of what libertarians are. Our forefathers who believed in true freedom, as I'm sure you're aware of, were liberals slash libertarians. Just don't want to have that political point of view thrown thrown in with mega conservative countries, uh, with horrible groups of people you speak about. Oh, counties, sorry, counties, with horrible mm. groups of people that you speak about. It gives real libertarians libertarianism a bad name. Yeah,
1: the problem in Utah is the kind of libertarians we tend to have. Well, so we are used to a certain kind of. I, it's not just in Utah. I'm
0: sorry. Are we well, we had esque. There's so many "quote unquote" libertarian. Now, I mean, great if you've got a good brand of libertarian, that's fine. But you can't pretend
1: like the rest of them don't exist. Well, the problem is people are going to pick and choose out of ideologies. Period. Sure. Unless you're like truly, truly like, yeah, and you are, you have it figured out, and you have whatever it is figured out, and you've really studied it, and you've really like, you've asked yourself all the really tough questions. And 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 you know that you have to put yourself through that in order to use the term. If yeah. you're that person, it sounds like you are, then, then then fine, then great. You're that works for you. But the i There's a lot of nitwits running around. Yeah, I'm not themselves. buying this
0: "no true Scotsman" thing. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. A lot of li- a lot
0: yeah. of libertarians in this country are those uh, extreme conservative tea pa- tea party
1: uh, assholes. Yeah, and um, who also then. Uh, work in who, who totally on social issues ignore what libertarian thought would actually be on those right, issues. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh it's a it's a sticky
0: it's a sticky issue. It is. You got there. Yeah. We have some voicemails. We need to get to we need to get through the this segment. Yes we do. So All right. let's, let's get right to the voicemails. Woo.
3: Hey Frank and Dan, this is Cody. I live in the Richfield, Utah area. And I was recently wondering what do you guys do during prayers personally i just stand with respectful silence but i was curious what your take is on that thanks i appreciate your show
1: what to do during prayers
0: yeah i mean ignore them i like to just yodel i like to go out find a small corner of the room and just just do a nice yodel to myself i denounce the prayer (laughs) this prayer is to a false god and you are all you are all sheep Sheep, I tell you. <laughs> what the what the fuck are you going to do? You just, you, you know, I don't, you don't have to close your eyes. No. I don't bow my head. Matter of fact, that's I don't the thing. Here's the thing. This is the best part. You just look around. You'll find the other atheists in the room. You'll find the other atheists in the room, <laughs> which is great because there's that awkward like, oh shit, like deer in the headlights moment and then like, oh, huh? oh, yeah, me too. Okay, hey, cool. Hey, hey. But there's also like, you just get to watch these people in this moment it's fantastic it's really really interesting yeah so just let it be a moment of of silent reflection on all what on what all these people are doing is is all i would do yeah you don't be disruptive there's just no point to that no no so uh, so just wait now you know if it comes up for instance i'm i will tell this story really quickly oh okay i was in a play uh, community theater. And I don't like to do community theater because something like this happens every now and then, um, where someone was like, you know, we were getting, we were in dress rehearsals, so we were almost ready to perform. And someone, someone said, so when we do the cast prayer, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, wait, cast prayer. What are you talking about? And she was like, well, I mean, you know, everywhere I've worked, we've always done a cast prayer and I very and you know, I'm I was sort of the the ringer. I'm the I'm I was sort of the pro actor who was who was brought in to, to be part of this thing. I I literally just put my foot down. I just went, "Oh no, we're not having a uh, prayer. You can feel free <laughs> to pray on your own, but we're not having a cast prayer." Uh-oh. And she was like, "Oh, but it brings the cast together." And I was like, "No, no, no. Actually the opposite. It, it excludes many of the cast members who don't feel comfortable with prayer." So, we we just weren't we are just not going to do that. Yeah. I just was like solid. I wasn't pick- rude. Yeah,
1: I wasn't mean. I was just like, oh no, that's not, that's just not gonna happen. If you want to bring the cast together, bring uh, bring uh, two dozen donuts. Right, right.
0: If if you want to have a <laughs> moment uh, where where we all where we all just sort of do something, I I'm annoyed by that, but that's fine. But it's not gonna be a prayer. Hmm. I, all right. She the look on her face was uh, wide eyed and surprised. Poor but dear, Dan. but it was but it was fine. I didn't hurt. She was, She was, uh, you know, I wasn't mean. Dan, no.
1: Poor thing. Yeah. Uh, a jerk. <laughs> I am a jerk. I'm such a jerk. All right. And here's the other voicemail.
3: Hey, Frank and Dan. My name is Stephen from Georgia. I'm a big fan of the show. And uh, while I was listening to episode 113, uh, Judeo, um, I realized I was in an unusually good position to comment on the bit about Jason Collins, the gay basketball player with the straight identical twin brother. Um, Not only do I have a twin brother who is gay while I am straight, although we're fraternal twins instead of identical, I'm also a biologist by training. Um, You guys were on the correct path. So-called identical twins are not, in fact, genetically identical. Uh, Without giving a lecture on biology, most people carry two copies of each gene, uh, one from each parent. But there are places in the DNA where you can actually have as many as 14 copies. So plenty of room for variation. Um, This story actually really resonated with me because I once had a guy try to convince me that I was at a minimum uh, a quarter gay because my twin brother was gay. Um, He had a very, very simplistic uh, understanding of recessive and dominant alleles, uh, alternative forms of the same gene. But it was was so utterly ludicrous that I was dumbstruck and never forgot the experience. But uh, keep up the great work, guys. I love the show.
2: (laughs) All right. (laughs) Uh,
0: In fairness – you're a quarter gay. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm no biologist, but come on. You're a quarter gay. Just get over it. Clearly, Why are you trying to hide the quarter of you that's gay? Just, <laughs> just let it shine, man.
1: <laughs> Which was probably very similar to the argument. Right, yeah, exactly. I love I, <laughs> Well, I have a well, friend who uh, her, her, her dad is gay. That makes her half gay. And that's what she says. <laughs> she says I'm half gay. Yeah. Okay, that's cute. It's cute, but it's meant as a cute thing rather than a biological thing or or a a actual description or suggestion of, of her sexuality. Of her sexuality. Right. No, no, clearly not. <laughs>
0: I'm half gay. No. I'm a qu- I'm gay on my mother's side. <laughs> I'm part gay. My mother's mother was gay. So I'm I'm It's it's like all Mm -hmm. the people who claim to be I'm one sixteenth Native American Mm -hmm. and one
1: sixteenth gay. Well, you get gay from your from your mother's side, from the mother's side of the family generation. Right, right. It's a tricky Um, one. The gay. It'll be fun what sort of happens with gay and who's gay and what and all that kind of stuff when it's like broadly, universally accepted, right. What 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 wives' tales will sort of evolve around? Oh well, uh, you're you're not going to go gray because your father was was uh, was was gay. <laughs> I wasn't going to go that way. But... I like I like that the connecting you know, things that aren't even.
0: Oh, so your grandfather was gay. Oh, you're not going to lose your hair. <laughs> no, they don't. You don't lose you, your hair you if your grandfather was if your if now, your he ma- might have lost his hair, but you're not. If going your to. maternal grandfather was gay, it it. Lessens the blow of the anyway. <laughs> uh, thank you all for for chiming in. Yes, um, thank you. We will. Uh, we so something happened yesterday. Mm. A, a news story broke uh, in the huge in the, story in the New York Times. The, so it's big. The Times of New York. I like it's, to call it. It's big. It's big ish. Um, two Mormon activists have uh, uh, have what have they done? Well, okay, so you've got you. The, I'll introduce you t- to them. We've talked about uh, one of them um, on our show before, Kate Kelly, who is the uh, the founder of ordain the ordain women movement uh-huh. within the LDS Church, the the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, mm. the Mormons, um, and another man and a man named John uh, Dalen— Dellen D E H L I N I don't know how he would pronounce that but he he's the creator of an online forum for Mormons uh called um what's it called Mormon something Mormon stories um which nice. is a website that has that it, you know that has lots of Interviews uh, of Mormons talking about things that can be pretty uh, controversial, talking about questioning their faith, talking uh, about uh, being gay and being in the Mormon church, which mm-hmm. is a, a big hot-button issue right now. Right. Um, both of them are faithful members of the church uh, who who uh, just want their church to, in their mind, be better. Evolve. Evolve, mm-hmm. indeed. As um, it
1: will do. As it has as done it, uh-huh. since its inception. Uh-huh.
0: Uh, they... Uh anyway they have been uh they've each received letters saying that they are to be called to disciplinary councils uh which is usually
1: in anticipation of being excommunicated from the church absolutely depending on how the like if they went to the thing and they were all you know I'll penit- never do penitent, it again yes then uh then they would probably be what's called disfellowshipped exactly
0: uh, which means that they don't get to participate, but then they can stay in the church. And then eventually they could be
1: reinserted. Right. But if you go in Into the matrix of their authority to and, or if you shut d- you up, right? Um, and you uh, continue in, and you uh, don't promise them that you're going to change your ways, then you'll be excommunicated. Right. And yeah. and that's clearly what will happen with both of these
0: two. Absolutely. Um, so this is this is a big deal in part because... what's been going on within the Mormon church has seemed to look, has looked like it's been going in exactly the opposite direction. Mm. More openness to conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh, More openness about their history. I mean, you and I have reported on several uh, essays that they've published on their own website about, you know, very controversial topics within the church. Yeah. Um, because people have that new thing, what's it called, the internet, where they can actually read all of this stuff anyway, right. and the church decided finally to address these issues. Correct. But it just seemed like the Mormons were actually starting to—they They kept talking about this big tent Mormonism, where everybody was really kind of welcome— Right. I mean, even gay people are welcome whole, as long as they don't well, the act whole, on I, it. I am a Mormon.
1: Right. Things. Right. Right. Where, where, uh, These are
0: videos, YouTube videos.
1: Right. And it's like, and there was some on that. It's like, I'm I'm a Mormon and I'm gay was right. one of them. Right. Yeah. Like, like, they're really trying to show, hey, you know, we... We we welcome gay people, right? This
0: is a diversity. We this don't is let a them diverse... be gay,
1: but they but we welcome them. We've
0: had black people in our church for a while now. As long
1: as they you know and don't just don't act black, <laughs> as long as they well, yeah. Uh, I
0: mean, so 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 the church has seemed to be. I mean, like elder uh, one of their one of their general authorities, a man named Dieter Uchdorf. Gave a talk fairly he's, recently.
1: He's from Europe.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's Deutsch. So, so come on, big tent. But there. but he gave a whole talk about you know big tent Mormonism mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, apparently, someone in the higher ups uh, disagrees with that philosophy. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, what happened?
0: Well, I'm no. I'm just saying that these guys uh, that they're now going to be exed. Yeah. Ex- exed. Yeah. Uh, it it's bringing to mind for a lot of people. Um, nineteen ninety three uh-huh. September. Right. When uh when the so called September Six, uh, which were sort of intellectual Mormons, uh historians largely, were were all excommunicated for essentially publishing the history that is now on mm-hmm. the LDS church's own website. Yeah. Uh, they hmm. went but they went against the brethren. The brethren asked them not to do it. See that was their sin. And they the sin did it. Clearly wasn't what they
1: were saying. It was what they were saying because no, they were asked damn. not to say it. No, 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 no. The sin, and this is how a Mormon parses this out. Right. The sin was not following this it was the sin of not following the brethren. Yes. That was their big mistake. The world, Dan, was not ready for their information, and the brethren knew it. Mm. mm. That's what's going on here. Yeah. And so um, the brethren, when they ask you to shut up, you better shut up. You better shut the hell up. That's basically the, the most important piece of, of, of Mormon doctrine is follow the brethren. Follow the prophet. It, it, and, and, and also a, con,
0: a, a, a a thing about shut up if, if, <laughs> if we, he tells you to shut up we you shut say, up if we say shut up you shut up
1: i mean that is that is the key thing yeah. in mormonism
0: yeah i mean it's it it's very clear i mean but but that was starting
1: to seem like it wasn't the thing right but was, i so here's the deal I don't like reading comments typically, but this oh, is the kind of thing that's worth read reading comments. some comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm on the Deseret News, and this is the article. This, these are the comments on the article they ran. The Deseret News is the is the newspaper, the local newspaper, owned and run by the the church. Absolutely, it is. It's the daily mouthpiece of the church. <laughs> right. Uh, let's see. Um, so this person uh, says, "If you actively protest about key doctrines," then don't be surprised that you are facing church discipline. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, lovely Deseret says, um, it is about time. John Dillon faced church discipline. Yeah. Uh, mostly gizzards. Uh, no, wait, I don't want to read that one. I know. Um, where, where was it? Um, Oh, David from Centerville says, some people feel that they can oppose an organization, work against its purposes, and try to influence others to think and act against the organization and remain a member of the organization. Can you imagine behaving in such a way at, at your employment? What if you volunteered at a food pantry, but while there, you protested the efforts of the pantry, spoke against it, and tried to get others to oppose it? The food pantry wouldn't invite you to return. Those opposed to the LDS Church who actively work against it and try to enlist other members to oppose the church shouldn't feel bad if the church excommunicates them or removes their membership.
0: Yeah, here's the thing. I, I need to be clear about this. Neither of these two were opposed to the church. No, they're both believing members. Now, what uh, you'll recall, listeners, that what Miss um, Kelly did and her or her organization or, ordained women was they peacefully met and they tried they asked to be let into the uh the more the priesthood the male priesthood ceremony at general conference they've mm-hmm. done it twice in a row uh they did it peacefully and they 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 never called it a protest right it was a it was a demonstration of so, of sorts but it was never meant to be a protest they tried to work with the church they have tried continued to try to work with the church mm-hmm. the, they were never considering that they never considered themselves to be
1: working against the church, absolutely, but here's what Granny from St George oh yeah, has to say, good. Kate Kelly faces possible excommunication or other disciplinary or other discipline for openly repeatedly and deliberately acting in public uh opposition to the church and its leaders after having been counseled not to do so. As the article states, all organizations have boundaries. She knows the boundaries and has continually ignored them. Now come the consequences. Well right, so this is it's uh, and true. Sh- so she goes, the last several paragraphs about how the LDS Church handles matters of this privately are well stated. I hope church detractors will read and reread these paragraphs when they want to condemn the church for whatever actions may have been taken in Mrs. Kelly or Ms. Kelly's case. She is responsible for whatever sanctions her stake president and other stake leaders impose. And the message got through. Yep. Good job, it's Mormon Church. She is the one responsible. Well,
0: and I hope that everyone reads this and learns that you are not allowed to say jack shit. Yeah, learn the lesson, people. Yeah. No dissent tolerated. Yep. It's a it's a remarkable moment in their history. They uh, they they were going in a different direction. I want to point out, since you mentioned the um, the Deseret News. I want to point out the difference between the coverage of this in the Deseret News versus the more liberal uh, daily paper uh, in Salt Lake City, the Salt Lake Tribune. Right. Um, now, the Deseret News has changed their, uh, their wording. Um, I, so I, I will tell you what I read last night. I, I don't have it exactly because it disappeared. But I, can, I will explain to you the difference. Um, the Deseret News starts with the phrase, The leader of a small activist group seeking the ordination of women to the priesthood in the LDS church is on church probation and now faces a disciplinary hearing. Uh, now, the next paragraph started, originally started out with something about how she told the New York Times that blah blah blah, and she shared a letter with the New York Times. It said New York Times like two at least twice, um, which is an interesting uh, little dog whistle, right? To well, it's code. It's code. It's code, which is what a dog whistle is. I it, I shouldn't use that because people may not know what it is. But a dog whistle, in this case, is is basically coded messages that only the intended audience will hear as coded message and everybody else will sort of glance, glaze right. over uh-huh. not, not be able to read it in that way right um but it's basically telling conservative mormons uh she's a, a liberal she you know and she went she didn't she didn't handle this quietly she's she tattled to the to the biggest evil publication in the country essentially right uh, because the right has done a really good job of vilifying the times Right. Um, con- contrast, compare and contrast that to what, um, Peggy Fletcher Stack wrote in the Salt Lake Tribune, which says, which doesn't start out with the leader of a small or- organization, right? but starts out with, quote, Mormon feminist returned missionary and temple attending member Kate Kelly cherishes her church so much so that she desires it, desires to play an even bigger role in it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> well, Peggy Fletcher Stack gets it. She gets it. I yeah. just fascinated. I mean, the spin is in. <laughs> See how I did that? I, uh, I I did a little rhymey thing there yeah. and stuff.
1: Yeah. It's uh a, a, a good two paper town. <laughs> it is a yeah, well, one of them's in trouble, but yes. One of them's in trouble. It's a good it's a
0: good two paper it's one of those towns where the it's, difference between how the, between the, the how the coverage papers. is handled, yeah. is could not be more clear. <laughs> it
1: could not be more clear. Oh God! And the importance of having two papers. Oh yeah, Jesus. Anyway, so uh, so that's what we're that's what
0: we're dealing with here. We got uh, we got a religion that people want to be a part of, but they want it to be to make sense. I you know these these two will be excommunicated and. Who knows what that will end up meaning, but you, I, I think, uh, I don't know. What's the takeaway here?
1: Well, the takeaway is, uh, don't believe anything that the Mormon church has been trying to spend with their PR. It's right. like the fact that they're moderate or mainstream or open. Th- no, they're still acting just like they did 20 years ago and they're going to keep doing 50 it. 50 years ago. Yeah. A hundred years ago. Yeah. It's the same church. It's the same organization. And and rooting that out isn't gonna take a couple generations. It's gonna take I don't know how long. Yeah. So so yeah. when a Mitt Romney, devout Mormon, runs for president. Just know. Just know that he belongs to that kind of organization. Right. Right. No. Anti gay, yeah. anti you know,
0: basically I'm not gonna I'm say anti women, but yeah. I'm gonna say I'm patriarchal. To
1: the nth degree. Yeah. And when the prophet speaks, every member... Is expected. Is expected to to, to listen. To lie and down. To line, and to get in line. Yep. Right? And that would include a president of the United States. This is why a Mormon president is an alarming idea to me. Yeah. It really is. Well, this is why a religious president... John pres- Huntsman Jr., though. I don't John <laughs> Huntsman Jr. But John Huntsman Jr. is a like that with yeah. the Mormon church, yeah. so...
0: Anyway, uh I I I'll, I'll leave us with what John Dalen himself posted on his Facebook page after finding out that he was uh going to be facing this this uh this court martial. What mm. is it called? This church court, this uh, uh yeah, church court disciplinary action. Yeah. Anyway, Ch- church court is not inappropriate to call it that. He posted a a quote from Joseph Smith, the founder of the LDS Church, which said, "Quote I did not like the old man being called up for erring in doctrine. It looks too much like the Methodist, and not like the Latter-day Saints. Methodists have creeds which a man must believe or be asked out of their church. I want the liberty of thinking and believing as I please. It feels so good not to be trammelled. It does not prove that a man is not
1: a good man because he errs in doctrine." Hmm. But you, you actually said something that isn't entirely accurate, Dan. What's that? That Joseph Smith is the founder of the LDS Church. Joseph Smith is the founder of the Community of Christ. He's in... the founder of all of those churches. But no, to be truly accurate, the reflection, the, the, the person that this modern church, LDS Church, reflects is Brigham Young. His brother Brigham. But that's how Brigham Young ran Utah. Mm-hmm. this is this is all of this stuff all of this like fallen line or else crap is all Brigham Young sure that is not Joseph Smith sure. Joseph Smith that kind of inclusive speech speak look at the church that followed that right well all the one that all actually, I'm saying is like that... stayed where he was and it was actually like a continuation of his family sure. and so sure forth and so on. all I'm saying is that this church reveres Joseph Smith. Well, they have to. They don't <laughs> have anything unless they unless they give it lip service. Right. They have to give Joseph Smith lip service, but Joseph Smith causes them so many problems. As Mr. Dalen pointed out. Yes. All right.
0: So, well, if you have any thoughts, questions, comments, please uh, don't hesitate. You can write to us at podcast
1: at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you could leave us a voicemail at 424 666 442 yeah you can uh, you can go on the Facebook's page that's facebook.com slash TGI atheist and of course we like to thank McKinsey for all of her uh, work on uh, on the Facebook page mm. thank you Mackenzie. yeah thanks and thanks to the Red Rock hot Club for their uh, music yeah
0: uh, and thank you all for listening yeah thanks a lot sure appreciate it we'll talk to you soon
1: bye-bye